Good evening, you're about to listen to the Odd Pod. We don't know why, however we are grateful you chose to. We do wish to inform you that the views, opinions and overall morality, do not necessarily reflect those of the station, sponsors or musical entities. If you should choose to continue, and we sincerely hope that you do. Just know, we try to advise you against these actions and we are not responsible for any damage done to your sanity, morals or ideals. Thank you, here comes that terrible siren. Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. And now, broadcasting from the heart of Metro Detroit, you're listening to the Odd Double the D's for double the fun. We'll do it live! Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. How are you? It is Friday, and that means it's time for the Odd Pod. With me is Ace. How you doing, buddy? Oh, we're doing. And uh, he took a time machine to get here. Corey, back from the 80s. Yeah, buddy. I have no idea what you were trying to tell me initially with that fucking gif, and that's just what I ran with. You said, where are you? Yeah. And I said, where are you at? Stuck in the 80s. <laughs> I didn't know it was going to have more attached to it, and then I watched it after, and I was like, oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where are you at? Stuck in the 80s. All right. <laughs> Did you see me? <laughs> yeah, you were pretty tubular. <laughs> uh, so... It's been another week. It's been a week. Um, Ace, you went on a, a mini vacation, didn't you? Yes, ya? I did. I went on a brother's weekend up to Mount Pleasant and paid the casino's light bill. Very cool. <laughs> but that wasn't the only reason you went. No, we went to see uh, Thoroughgood, uh, Don, uh, John Fogarty, and ZZ Top. Oh, yeah. I bet that was a blast. Yeah, it was. It was a good show. You remember arriving, don't remember leaving? Oh no no no! I don't I don't get wasted at concerts anymore anymore. That makes yeah, two of us. Yeah. You don't get wasted at concerts any less either. Uh, no, but you know, end of the show, I'm kind of going. Yeah, we we should leave a little early and beat the crowd and get back to the shuttle buses. I'm old. I miss my bed. To be fair, my second sober concert, um, the guy <laughs> right next to me was drunk me, and I was like, oh. Yes. That's terrible. I, I said, so this is what it's like. <laughs> I'd like to say uh, hello to our chatters. Uh, we got Hoodis, Mr. Brown, and Hooda. 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 And remember, as always, if you have any problems with anything that you hear on Don't this show, <laughs> uh, you can send those complaints to Hoodis at tapdetroit.com. Yes, that's right. Hootis is our quality control. I hope you realize that. That's why he hangs out every that's Friday night with quality me. Quality or control. Yeah. <laughs> Hootis is here to make sure that the ship runs tight. Yeah. 
right into the iceberg. <laughs> <laughs> How could you let that happen? I don't I know, don't man. Busy. I don't know. I had to pee. I Leave me alone. Was on, eh? <laughs> <laughs> do you guys know the conspiracy theory behind the? Did the Titanic sink or not? No, do tell. Uh, I only. Oh no, no, yeah, yeah. They swap ships. They swap ships. Yeah, they yeah. swap ships. Why would they swap ships? Who so, swap ships? Okay, supposedly Why? the owner of the Titanic had another ship that was almost identical to the Titanic, and it was older. And so what happened was, is they swapped nameplates on the ship. And sank that one. And sank sank the older one. That's why it sank, is because it was the older... There was three of those ships made, and all three of them sank. And they backed this theory with a bunch of, like, rich people who just canceled last minute, as if they were told. The Olympic, and the Titanic were the three white stars. It all sank eventually. (laughs) You see... He will. Uh, actually, uh, dear, if you don't mind, on the table there is the sticker from Mr. Brown. I need to ensure that, uh, I, you know what, both Ace and Corey get one. How about that? Yeah. We're going to go with that. special. Yeah. This is like that time I got a helmet from my mom. Oh, God. Thank you, Mr. Brown. No, no that's yours. It's the uh, logo for Motor City Candle Works. I actually know a guy that loves stickers. Me too. <laughs> Me three. <laughs> I could put that up and not never see it again. <laughs> While completely sober. Uh-huh. Uh, but no, I found it interesting. I don't know if you want to tell it or not. The, the, the story of trying to figure out if it was okay to, to smoke cigarettes and smoke uh, weed. So we, it was an outside arena on a hill. It's kind of like a little DTE. Yeah. And, you know, with everything going on, we didn't know what the rules are to this because it's halfway up north. He came halfway down. I went halfway up. So it's we figured it's neither up north rules nor down below rules. Right. So we go in and we're looking around and I don't see anybody smoking cigarettes. But we're outside, so I'm going to take the chance of well, I'm going to smoke cigarettes. <laughs> so we lit up cigarettes. Nobody said anything. I really wanted to smoke a joint before Thoroughgood came out. I was looking around, and I didn't see anybody burning. And I was like, hmm, I don't know if, if we should or if we shouldn't. So I went to get in line <laughs> to watch, uh, to get some bottles of water. And I stand there in line, and there's this 70-year-old hippie. He's got gray hair down to his shoulder and a headband. And he's got this ginormous joint sagging out of his mouth. And he's standing there like he's looking for something. Yeah. He's looking around, and all of a sudden he speaks, spots two county sheriffs. Now, these wasn't the security guards. These were the actual cops with guns. Right. And he spotted him. As soon as he spotted him, he started walking out from the crowd a little bit. And as soon as he made a con- eye contact with the two cops, he pulls out this giant lighter and he lights that joint. Fuck yeah. He's just staring, <laughs> him down. just staring him down as they walk by. I got back to my brother. I said, I, I think we're okay to smoke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're there, they're there for protection, not to harass, right? Yeah. yeah. You yeah. would hope. But, you know, I've, been, I've seen it both ways. So the yeah. first actual concert I went to was Dweezil Zappa, and it was at Meadowbrook. And I had five dollars to my name plus this ticket, and my friend was driving, and I didn't know what to do. I was like, "Do I buy weed or do I buy cigarettes?" I landed on cigarettes because they're more addictive. Um, at the concert, I smell weed everywhere. 
I make a friend behind us, right? This guy comes up. He's like, hey, could I purchase a cigarette? I was like, dude, I'll give you half this pack if you smoke with me, you know? He's like, oh, no, it's not my weed. I can't do that. Fair enough. I gave him half the pack anyway. He gives me $15, right? Sweet. Got beer money. Uh, near the end of the show, he comes down. He's like, hey, you want to smoke? Fuck yeah, I yeah, do. Yeah. <laughs> Best weed I had ever smoked in my life at the time. Um, this is before everything was uh, medical and right. basically hydro everywhere. And this was like Chicago hydro. And it really made the show come alive. <laughs> <laughs> It was so good that um, we had to sit in the parking lot for a while. Yeah. It was funny. One time, me and my wife, before we was married, we had tickets to go see Hart mm-hmm. down in Joe Lewis. And I was looking back in the day. It wasn't so easy to find some pot. So I had been looking, and I couldn't find any. I got all the way down to the tunnels of Joe Lewis, and as I'm walking into the concert, I see this shady guy in a trench coat, and I was like, oh, uh-oh, maybe... I yeah. kind of looking at him, and he's looking at me, and he was like, you want to buy something? I said, you got a joint or something? He was like, yeah, man, five bucks. Well, five bucks back then. I was like, damn. So I was like, yeah. So I gave him five bucks. I pocketed I didn't look at it. I just stuck it in my pocket, got inside, lights went off. I pulled it out, and I was like, this little toothpicky thing, god oh. damn it. I lit it, and it tasted like. I don't know. It didn't taste like any pot I had ever tasted. I hit it again, and I was like, yeah, that's not pot. And I threw it down on the ground and stepped on it. I stayed near watching the concert, and all of a sudden, I started going, oh, I'm <laughs> fucking high. Where'd that thing go? <laughs> I was down there on the floor looking for it. <laughs> um, so I think the thing was, because you had mentioned it as well as like the atmosphere, everybody's trying to figure out what's okay and what's not. You know, yeah. where's this new normal? Right. You know, we're 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 post. It was a strange crowd. The 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 sensation of the crowd. Every every crowd's got its own feel. You can feel the energy of the crowd, and everybody was kind of uptight at first. And then when George Thorold had come out, you know, he just did a string of his greatest hits, basically. And when he left the stage, it was a little bit angry a little bit like i was like that's strange that it come off that way and uh then john fogarty came out and by the end of his show he did a great for 75 years old that dude gets around but by the end of the show it was crowd felt like it was getting ready to bust into usa usa Mm. (laughs) yeah it was pretty neat i'm interested to read the energy because ollie and i we have uh a show coming up that we're going to uh, at the Masonic Temple, right? And uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm curious because like we're we're just coming out of everything, and I, I think everybody's unsure and everybody's been pent up too long, and it's uh, an interesting environment because everybody's trying to get along. Yeah, what what I noticed at this particular concert, there seemed to be an overabundance of the. The zombie, I call them beer zombies, or they're carrying two beers and they're having a hard time walking and they're trying to keep their beer steady and they're just laser focused on getting to the crowd. <laughs> there was a lot of them. <laughs> well, see, Planky last night was talking about the uh, last show that he had went to and uh, he said, you know, it's weird because you, you still do kind of want that distance from people. 
and but you want to be there at the show and you know and and then he had brought up too he's like drunks i hate drunks <laughs> yeah. i didn't see not one mask at the place and i was happy to see it yeah it's it's personal responsibility at this point and, and hoping that everybody's doing the right everybody's got to do what they think is right for themselves and to see that many people in one place all of the same mind fuck these masks yeah, was was a, a ray of sunshine in my life, and I would argue like like minded generation too. You know? Right? Yeah, exactly. You got a lot of old timers. Yeah, there, there wasn't a whole lot of young people there. Right. <laughs> but the of, handful that are, yeah, a lot of grannies and short skirts. <laughs> yeah, my generation won't give it up. They're like, no, no, I'm 55 and I can wear a mini skirt. No, you can't. <laughs> you can, but you shouldn't. They can. <laughs> yes, you can. No, you shouldn't. Well, I tell you what was really cool about John Fogarty. For the last 10 years, he's been touring with this amplifier that he originally recorded all the CCR stuff on. And it went up for auction somehow. And he ended up buying it. And he's been touring with it and talking about. And he plays his guitars through that amp and then through the mix board. And that was all cool and good. Well, this show... He stopped the show and he went into his little spiel. I had seen it on YouTube before about the amplifier. And he said, and over the course of the pandemic, while we were sitting at home, he said, my wife, and then he went into a little speech how great a wife he's got, but she knew how much he loved getting that amplifier back. Well, back after they recorded some of the CCR stuff, one of the fans came up and said, hey, can I have your guitar? And he was like, yeah, sure, here. Not even giving it a second thought. Well, 44 years later, his wife decided to go search this guitar down. Really? Yeah. And he says, and, and here it is tonight. And they turned on a spotlight, and this guitar tech came out with this red hollow body from when he recorded for CCR. No shit. And he came out, and he, he I think, now I could be mistaken, but I think he called it Baby was its name. Mm-hmm. And he said, Baby... It's been away from me for 44 years, and I brought her out on tour. Now, I think this was only the third show since they started up. He said he had the end of his cord to plug into the guitar. He said, the last time that this guitar was played through this amplifier until this tour was Woodstock. He said, let's give her a try. And he plugged it in, and then he broke into all the CCR songs. Yes. Yeah, it really flipped the mood on that crowd. It oh, was I bet cool. it did. Yeah, a little piece of history. That amp and guitar hadn't been heard since 1969. I bet it sounded beautiful, too. It was, too. It it might have just been perception, but it sounded a little sweeter. There's, even if there is some age on it, the the thing is, is with those old amplifiers and, and the guitars and whatnot that they were made for them, yeah, there's, there's a definite, sound. there's an era that comes out of them. Yeah. You See, know? but as you said... Even if it's got a little age on it, mini skirts are fine too. <laughs> <laughs> Some things are timeless, like sundresses and mini skirts, <laughs> uh, and guitars and amps. You know, I mean. So milf or gilf, call Corey. Okay, <laughs> write that one down. <laughs> you don't gotta write that down. Just my phone number. One eight hundred gilf you. <laughs> You know, I was, I was I was in Ohio one time. Uh, ugh, sorry, <laughs> it's okay. And uh, I was at the University of Toledo doing a job shadow career day for class, right? Which was a great day of not being at school. Um, and 
my uncle at the time ran the head of IT department. During the day, I went and used the bathroom, and they have like 20 stalls. And I go into one, and on the wall is written, I took a no wiper today. <laughs> Which, no when you wiper. think about it, when you think about it, That's like, like a swish in basketball. The no wiper doesn't exist <laughs> to somebody realistically because, like, you got to wipe to check, which takes it away. Maybe but if you don't wipe really to check, <laughs> you should either feel happy or know someone's got Check poopy underwear. No wiper today. I've never heard that term, but no wiper. Don't worry, who this Corey's the one that taught me about the fish bowls. <laughs> Oh, fishbowls. <laughs> You'd know if you listened. Well. <laughs> uh, so, um, I I know you probably saw, because both of you guys end up liking the shit, and thank you for paying attention at least that far. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> no, I, uh, I, I, I renewed the partnership with the Fump um, oh, that okay. I used to have. And so yeah. I've got three songs tonight from their archives. Cool. Um and I'm I'm excited for it. Uh, the the first group, I, like I really like this song. Okay, so for those of you that don't know, the Fump is the Funny Music Project. It is a, a website you can find at thefump.com. They also have a podcast and all sorts of other things. Um, thefump.com is a place for people like um, Weird Al and and my friend Tom Smith and the the people that like to write parody music the dr demento crowd yes very much so in fact a lot of these guys have been played on dr demento as well right up my alley yeah um so each one of them has a a unique twist to it i guess is the best way to say it i i absolutely love parody and novelty music um growing up my my grandfather i found out after he passed and i was old enough my grandfather had a 45 of the pussycat song (laughs) Um, and I, uh, I was, I, I was brought up on goofy music because of my mom. Weird Al was a thing. And there were a couple of things that, that slipped through with that. And like the, the, that old song, Fish Heads. Fish Heads. They're coming to take me away is technically a novelty 45. So my favorite is shaving cream. Right. Yeah. Berman shaving cream. Stepped in a pile of shaving cream. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. My version of parody songs were Adam Sandler and Weird Al. I mean, yeah. yeah. You're in the ballpark. (laughs) But uh, um, so the the first group here is they're they're called the Boobles. And the song is called Maxine's Killer Mammers. Uh, the second one is by a guy named Uncle Joe, and it's called Stuck in Foopid. Stuck in what? Foopid. Foopid? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Swap the S-T and the F. Uh, <laughs> fucking stupid. And, and uh, the other one is a artist named Jeff Whitmire, and uh, it is WandaVision. Oh, I like WandaVision. Let's and, see what we think of the song. <laughs> yes. Well, I... Again, parody music. So that means right. you might have heard the song before. Just not in this way. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely love it. I, I dropped in on the, the podcast uh, last night uh, for a few minutes before my phone died on me. and uh, Or I needed to put it on the charger. And uh, 
it was cool because it, it it was the creators and the the guy that runs Fump, uh, you know, the creators of some of the songs. I believe it was Steve Goody, Insane Ian, and I forget who the other one is. And I apologize, guys, if any of you are listening. Um, <laughs> but uh, it was it was cool to see them just riffing and talking about the stuff that they enjoy because you see where the ideas for the songs come from. It, it comes from a truly nerdy passion and love for right. any specific thing. Comes from their heart. Yeah. The restroom door said, gentlemen, that's right, Mr. Brown. Uh, all those twisted Christmas carols. Right. Yep. Or Christmas songs. Yeah. Uh, what, was, what was the other one? Uh, Who Put the Dick on the Snowman? That's one of my... <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that one? Yeah, I think I've I don't know it. that one, I but think, I love the title. Oh, oh! I think it was you that made me listen to yeah, it. It probably is. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I'll play it at Christmas time. But it's it's great. Is who put the dick on the snowman? Embarrass the family? Or was it uh, you could have used a cucumber or zucchini, a baseball bat, or zucchini, or something along that line? And it's, instead, you used a thim- thimble, something you could barely see. Who put the dick on the snowman and made him look like me? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I play it at Christmas. I slip in some of the, the crazier stuff that I, I like because it's a holiday and fuck you. <laughs> in my opinion, the best Christmas song ever was Christmas at Ground Zero. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> That's fucking terrible. Um, not much really for us this week. We went back to door dashing and, and, you know, it's all right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, nothing weird. Um, surprisingly decent tips this. That's all it was. Yeah. Just the tip? Mostly. Literally. Yeah. I bet you the Econo Lodge won't forget us soon. <laughs> I would ask, but I'm scared. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Your last name's gone on a list. Yeah. yeah, it was quite the scene. We had a guy with no arm, uh, with no legs. He you ain't got us. no legs, Lieutenant yeah. Dan? Yeah, there was a lot of Lieutenant Dan jokes going on. Oh, <laughs> it sure was. <laughs> well... The one, the one guy is, well, are we playing music or we got time for this? We got time. Okay. Yeah. The one guy is a raging alcoholic. He just, Respect. I won't mention any more names, but yeah. So me and my brother went a day early for we could hit the casino and then spent the night and then we got ready for the show the next day. We're sitting there, you know, just chilling, waiting for the evening to come and here they come pulling up in the car. I've never met these guys before except the one guy. Mm. He gets out of the car and he's got a stein of beer. <laughs> and he's driving. <laughs> I'm not talking like a plastic mug. Oh, a German-made sign that's got a whole half gallon of beer. Right. And he's got it with him. He gets out and he's hollering across the parking lot. We made it. And I'm like, oh, this is already not good. <laughs> so we're sitting there just shaking our head at him hollering. All of a sudden, this other guy, he looks like a homeless man. He he can't weigh 80 pounds. And he starts hollering, you got to help me with Chris. And, oops, <laughs> but uh, the other guy. <laughs> and, <laughs> I didn't say no names. So anyway, <laughs> he, he, set the, he set the stein down on the hood of his car. Like I said, I had never met these people. I had no idea. And the next thing I see is 
him coming from in between cars, and he's got this guy by the torso. All right. Like he's dragging him. He is. Well, it wasn't until he got past the cars that I realized he has no legs. Oh. And then he kind of like just slings him like a bag of laundry out into the lawn. Flop. And I went, oh, my God. <laughs> he just dropped this guy in the lawn. <laughs> so then they go back to the car. The two, the drunk and the skinny guy, is trying to get the guy with no arms and uh, with no legs wheelchair out of the back of the thing, but it's an electric wheelchair, and it weighs a ton. Oh, yeah, it does. And they're sitting there struggling, and people's looking out the windows going, what is going on out here? <laughs> yeah, it was quite interesting. Good evening, Captain Ron. Captain, Captain Ron! Ron. <laughs> 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 Captain Rod would be my brother. In unison. Wow. It's been a while since we got together. We, I mean, we're, old, we're due one. I hope you guys know that is now going to become a drop. Fair. <laughs> Captain Rod. <laughs> you just made the show. <laughs> I almost I almost died today. Well, Did maybe you? not died. I don't know. Cars have a lot of safety features. <laughs> no, like look, you asked me to come give you a ride, all right? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I'm in the vehicle with a friend and um well, I can't be the, who he said the, friend. The light the light turned red. <laughs> this motherfucker turns. We were allowed to turn, but this other car that was oncoming traffic did not stop and was going fast, right? Now a state trooper had just turned and <laughs> this guy doesn't stop and He's right next to me. It's on my side. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you know? like you always think you're going to be calm and collected in, nope. in an emergency. Like, yeah, no, I think I can handle it. I can't handle it. <laughs> I freaked the fuck out. I'm so glad the driver did not hit the brakes and hit the gas instead because we would have got hit, like hit hard. And uh, yeah, so I lost 12 pounds <laughs> when I shit myself. <laughs> Well, I know it wasn't my uh, the ride with me because he did not shit himself in my car. It was not you. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't your turn. Uh huh. Yeah, I was like, he's trying. He's got a friend now. <laughs> We're so proud, Corey. Yeah. And discounted rate if I pay yearly. <laughs> we'll pay yearly. That's what I'm saying. Maybe you can save up and have two friends. <laughs> And they'll tell two friends, and, and they'll so tell one. And pretty soon you'll have to have three jobs <laughs> to keep up with all your friends. Fuck, I feel like i got to have three jobs already. Right. <laughs> you need less friends. <laughs> <laughs> you made too many too quick, Corey. Yeah, that's what it is. But I like going quick. He's a friendly guy. We know. You can ask my exes. <laughs> we don't have to. <laughs> we also have a, a phone call that was left on the... Uh, the Fun Time Hotline. Oh, I'm so excited to hear this. There's two of them, actually. Uh-oh. And a little bit later tonight, um, we've got uh, a glorious thing. My friend, nice guy Mike, pocket-dialed me the other day, yesterday. <laughs> nice guy Mike. <laughs> and he, uh, I, I, I am not ashamed to admit this. I sat on the phone for 30 minutes and listened to whatever was going on, because what the fuck? You called me. <laughs> you called me, and I listened to every word your ass had to say. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Literally. I, th- I think that's half the fun, though. Like, if somebody butt dials you, let's listen in. Let's yeah, see what's going on. But most people don't record it and put it on their show. Yeah, 
That's the Most people don't have a show. Let's be oh, fair. Yeah. Okay, well, okay? That's, that's a given. Yeah. Can't argue that one. <laughs> oh, but it was worth it. So, 30 <laughs> minutes. 30 minutes I listened to this pocket call. Initially, we thought what he had done is, like, he had tossed the phone onto the couch or something. He's uh, fostering a dog. And I thought, because I know Artie has turned my phone on and, like, opened my text messages with his testicles before. Thank you. Which, sure, there's a story, but I don't want to hear it. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to tell it. Sounds like a long story. Next. <laughs> Anyways. So... I assume that's what had happened. Like, the dog had touched the phone somehow and opened and managed to make it call. Yeah. So, I figured, what the fuck, I'd listen. And it sounded like it was a dog on the couch, you know, chewing and and digging at something. Mm -hmm. So, we were just like, oh, okay. Well, We could hear Nice Guy Mike in the background. What sounded like the background. <laughs> and uh, he was talking to a handyman about a problem that he had in his house. I'm so glad you went that way instead of like, oh, it's just peanut butter. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's a weird phone call to record. <laughs> so anyways, he was talking about the problem he was having with, I think, his garbage disposal or his dishwasher or something like that. Something mm-hmm. to do with water. And they were talking about water back and forth, and, and I was letting it go for just a few more, because it sounded like he was wrapping up with a handyman, so I figured he would go into his pocket. Yeah, it's time to plan a phone. Yeah. <laughs> so, he pulled it out, and you'll hear, he, he says, hey, how long have you been listening? And I was like, 30 minutes. <laughs> like, oh, God. So, we've got, uh, it's only about three minutes of it. We don't get to hear the whole 30 minutes? No, 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 no. No. You hear a little bit of pocket noise, and then it's, yeah, us talking. Because I wasn't going to make you sit and listen to 30 minutes of pocket noise. I think your listeners would have done it. Oh, they've heard worse. Yeah, they listen to you guys. I just killed 30 minutes with pocket noise. And speaking of pocket noise, we're going to our first break, and you're oh, going to get no. the music. Uh, you're going to get the boobles with Maxine's Killer Mammers, Uncle Joe with Stuck on, stuck in Foopid, and Jeff Whitmere, uh, WandaVision. You're listening to The Odd Pod on TapDetroit.com. And yeah, I prank phone calls and, and pocket dials. That's what I got for you guys tonight. Have fun! Now it's time for The Odd Pod's Patreon shout-out. Big thanks to Justin Burnside for becoming a patron. We hope you enjoy our long, uncut and girthy uh, episodes until you're fully satisfied and left shaking from laughter. For everyone else, you can join our Patreon too. Just head to patreon.com forward slash the odd pod. Become a patron and reap the benefits today.
John was sexual, decidedly unethical in all his affairs. Late nights spent with personal ads and porn. Maxine Kindlerman, sporting giant sweater, hams, meets him on the stairs for a private rendezvous in his home. But as he leads her up to his room, the girl unclasps her bra. that stinks. Motor City Candleworks is Metro Detroit's number one source for premium handmade incense, as well as hand sanitizer and now massage oil, with a wide array of scents inspired by Michigan cities and attractions. You're sure to find a fragrance that'll keep your love of the mitten burning all year round. Head to MotorCityCandleworks.com and order yours today. And make sure you find them on Facebook, too, for all of their upcoming sales and events. Motor City Candleworks. Michigan handmade scents that just make sense. That smell. The kind of smelly smell. 
wanna tell y'all a story about a poor boy's life. It ain't had much glory. Ain't none inside And I feel about useless As a man can be In a town called Fupid In the hills of Tennessee I ain't got no woman Can't get no work Living off the government on one good shirt Got a reputation As a worthless man Only consolation Is doing the best I can I'm just stuck in Fupid That's all that's wrong with me It ain't none of my doing Just my Cause I'm stuck in Fubic, in Fubic, Tennessee I saw my ma'am and pappy Weren't no big thrill Live in a shanty Run a whiskey still I said, Pap, can you tell me How we sink so low He said, son, why worry And I think you know We're just stuck in Fubit And we'll forever be you 
I'm sorry. Well, um, so what did everyone think of the songs? I like Bond Vision. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I I like the fun of uh, Maxine's Killer Mammers because yeah, that was funny. Uh, Maxwell Silverhammer is a fun song, even though it's terrible. <laughs> it's, it's it's dark. I wanted Vision to fit my generation. <laughs> I knew the song. <laughs> Uh, I've got, let's see, there's 204 pages of the archive that I, I get to comb through and I'm on page, I'm on page 34, 34, um, but I've been pulling the stuff that I like and, uh, that I think would play well and, and WandaVision caught me like right away. Like, Oh yeah. I, I will say this one, uh, I've stayed away from some of the more political stuff because one, they're going to be dated real quick and I'm just like, eh, let's, let's yeah. <laughs> moving on. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. It's... You talking about that list reminded me of uh, your interview random number list. Do you still have that list? What? Remember uh, when you would interview people and they would pick yes. three numbers and you would it'd be related to three questions? Yes. Is that still a thing? It, it can be. Why do you want to do it? I kind of do. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't have to be right now. No, obviously. I... Uh... Um, nothing like living in the past, you know. No. <laughs> you snagged that one out of there, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> My brain's weird. I heard list. It made me you think of uh, four months ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? He paid attention to something. I did. Hey, <laughs> give me three. Uh, give me your first random number. All right, I'm gonna go with seventeen, twenty-seven. No, no, hold on. I'm, I'm seventeen. You're gonna answer them one by one. Seventeen, it is. Uh, how would you describe yourself to a blind person in five words or less? I'm glow in the dark white. <laughs> and I'll count two. <laughs> <laughs> Too many, but we'll let it go. No, I'm glow in the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really screwed the pooch on that one. It's all right. <laughs> Were they born blind or did they become blind? <laughs> Shut up. What's your next number? Uh, what is it? One through what? Uh, no. Hold on. Oh, it's that deep. Okay. Um, two hundred and fifty. One to two hundred and fifty. Wow. Fifty-three. 
What was the last book you read? I am currently reading um, the robot novels by um, fucking a bot. <laughs> I've never heard of that author. Ah, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> fucking a bot. Isaac Asimov. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! QC's in the chat. I forgot. <laughs> Stop swearing. No, you're good. He doesn't care yeah, about I'm that. I'm currently reading uh, some Isaac Asimov, and prior to that was. Some no-name guy that some books got released on Kindle. I didn't finish that series yet. I'm on the last book. The last thing I read is the ebook that I I picked up for like two bucks about Project Bluebeam and saw all the dots that people have drawn together. And that's next week, folks. Yeah, I was say, what's <laughs> that? Yeah, <laughs> Project Bluebeam. Have fun. <laughs> Like, Google hey, away. Oh, yeah. What do you need to know? <laughs> like, yep. Uh, so, uh, that's the last book I've read. That's fair. Study. I read fiction. I love fiction. 111 is <laughs> Well, I kind of was reading fiction. <laughs> uh, all right. That's to be determined, right? Right. Uh, next number. 111. How do you like your eggs? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good <God>. Fertilized. Uh, <laughs> please. Of course. Uh, even though I happen to like a thing. No. Uh, <laughs> sunny side up. Really? Yeah. You always get an omelet. I love omelets, too, but, yeah, sunny side up. Okay. I like dippy eggs. Yeah, predominantly, because, like, Corey and I go out to breakfast quite often. Which sounds weird when you say it I, out I loud. I get omelets because they're more filling. Okay. Fair. And I know it's weird because I order like seven things. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. I get one... toast. <laughs> I get one thing and they bring this fucking amount of... Large amount of food to the table and it's all for him. Yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't matter what I'm he's having for guy, breakfast. He's the big guy. <laughs> Here's the thing. It doesn't matter what he's having for breakfast. He will always get a side of chili cheese fries. <laughs> yeah. Like a healthy salad, side of chili cheese fries. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. So, like, these waitresses. <laughs> you know, usually Odd will lead. He's like, yeah, I'll take the number three, breakfast special, whatever it is. Cool. <laughs> and then I'm like, could I get a, an omelet, whatever style, with hash browns, rye toast? Oh, a side of chili cheese fries. And while you're at it, could I get, you know, and I just keep going on. And she's like, is that it? Is that it? Are you done? Are you done? Like, like, because she's looking at the table size, you know? <laughs> I'm going to have to pull another table up here, buddy. <laughs> no, the last time we went, the waitress was like, tell me, what's your secret? Because <laughs> I'm on a diet and... <laughs> <laughs> I like to eat, okay? Like I don't eat to live, I live to eat. Corey is a fat man in a skinny man's body. Yeah, I was blessed with a high metabolism, thank God. I looked and... at a Tweaky, I put on five pounds, he eats 16 boxes and doesn't gain an ounce. Exactly. It. <laughs> it's, it's not fair. I assume he pays for it in other ways, I really do. I don't want to know those ways. <laughs> <laughs> he has only one thing to be happening. I mean, now what that we're talking about it. No. <laughs> uh, speaking of no wipers, no. <laughs> I like to live life on the edge. <laughs> <laughs> I told you that would be. 
displays. Do you have another number? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, oh. We're going to go with 133. <laughs> you might be wondering, no. why are you choosing all these odd numbers? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Was I supposed to set you up for a joke there? I, was, I, I missed it. Good, because I didn't have one. Is there an instrument you can't play that you wish you could? Yes. All of them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, realistically, though, I've thought yes. about uh, learning how to play the piano. Okay. Because I think that that would be like a really good, um, if I wanted to make beats or sounds or whatever, I could pull that into other style of instruments. I think it's a really well-rounded instrument to know. How about you? Because I, I know you, you like music. Um, oh, if I could play something, I'd want to play guitar for sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, I just can't. <laughs> it don't work. I, I started to learn guitar as a kid. Um, I just didn't stick with it. I was like, Mom, this is dumb. I'm not perfect. And I just... Yeah, I tried several That's times. I took, yeah. took it in school. I took people I knew tried to teach me. My son tried to teach me. Somewhere between looking at the chords, getting it to the brains, and getting my hands to do what they need to do too slow, just not working. <laughs> what about what about you? You have instruments listed on your uh, birthday wish list. Yep, but not the one that I wish I could have learned how to play. When I was a kid, uh, I was told I could join band, which I was pretty much being told to join band. I, I don't remember actually wanting to join band but i'm i'm pretty sure i joined band, joined band. yeah you're joining band all right all right <laughs> uh, and i had to pick an instrument to learn and uh this was an elementary school and i wanted to learn the saxophone i thought it sounded cool i liked the the noise that came out of it and i liked a lot of music that had saxophones in it i respect that yeah I, I I didn't think it was a cool instrument in any way, shape, or form. I just liked the way it sounded. And I was told, well, you can play a clarinet. And I was like, no. <laughs> what's a clarinet? And I was showed what a clarinet was because my mom had one. It's a girl's instrument. <laughs> no. I hated the way, I hated the noise it made. I did not like the way it sounded. Yeah. Yeah, it was, nope. And they were like, well, it's basically the same thing. I was like, it don't sound the same. Yeah, no, it's way different, if you ask me. I I took band in middle school, and the teacher had taught my sister. And my sister went on to do, like, blue ribbons and all these rewards and all this other stuff, right? She was excellent at it. Um, so day one, they're like, instrument choice. I was like, drums. And they were like, no. <laughs> okay, why'd you fucking ask, you know? So I got stuck with two different instruments. It was oboe, buck that, and then um, a flute. And that's what my sister played, right? So this teacher's looking at me. She's like, oh, he's related to Beth. He's going to go and play this flute and be really fucking good, right? I hated it. I was like, this is fucking stupid. Um, so I just stopped bringing it, you know? And every day in class, I don't have it. My sister, My sister took it back. I don't have it. My sister took it back. And she's like, you're a fucking liar, Corey. I am. I was. It's true. <laughs> and she knew it. And then uh, right outside of her door, parent-teacher conference night, I'm like, yo, mom, by the way, heads up. <laughs> Beth took the flute. She goes, what? Door opens. <laughs> we walk in. She goes, do you know why your son's failing this class? 
And my mom, right on cue, because his sister took the flute back, which he told you. And she's like, oh, um, what? Uh, <laughs> automatic A. And I got to take two gym classes instead of band. Yeah. Win, win. <laughs> All around. And that was the first time my mom, like, just, like, took my side, you know. I was like, fuck, yeah, bud. <laughs> you got to play flute. And I can play scatter. I thought for sure I was going to take the fail and my mom was going to be real mad. She was a little bit, but. If the teacher didn't open with being a bitch. <laughs> yeah, that's what I always got my mom in school, too, was when my teachers just immediately started being dicks. Yeah. She was like, mm-hmm, no. And I love that. Yeah. And I got to work the system, all because the band teacher was an asshole. <laughs> like I said, I, I don't remember why I ended up taking band. It, like, it was an elementary school... Um, I was probably just trying to find things to do in the day. I remember in fifth grade they came around and said, anybody want to join the band? All right. Here, hey, everybody. They gave me a sliding trombone. I didn't know how to play it. Never learned. <laughs> so when you say band, are you like like a marching band or like a band class? No, band mine class. Mine was a band class. Yeah, okay. band class. And Sit in there and play badly. <laughs> <laughs> We all sound like idiots. That's the point. Will you stop doing that? (laughs) You you gave it to me. Would you like to pick a number while I got the list open? It's a lot of fun. 18? I swear, officer. (laughs) (laughs) No. Whoops. What are three of your favorite music venues that you've been to? Token just because it's small, DTE because it's outside, and I, I not that it's there anymore, but the Mighty Joe was always a good place. Okay, now the actual question was in the world, but you haven't been outside of Michigan much, no, have not you? Too much, no. Uh, any concert I've seen has been here. In okay, so are there any venues you would like to see oh, hell music yeah. I'd like at? To go to Madison, go to Square Garden, and see anything. Two more. Oh, yeah. Oh, Australian Symphony Hall. Okay. Uh, probably the Coliseum in LA. That'd be something. See, like the Stones or somebody big there. That'd yep. Be cool. Corey, your three favorite that you've been to? I mean, listen, my venue uh, has been very limited. I've only been to three, which would be Token, DTE, and Meadowbrook. Um, I was a little upset the last time I went to DTE. Because it's outside. Yeah. Why do I have to go on the balcony to smoke? (laughs) (laughs) And they were dicks about it. Like, sir, you have to go all the way up there. I'm like, oh, whoops, forgot, you know? And then just kept doing it. (laughs) Um, And then they kept coming up. You got to go up there. You got to go up there. You got to. And then eventually they're like, listen, I'm going to take you out. And I was like, I've never been dated before. <laughs> I haven't never had a date like this. So what are we going to do? <laughs> yeah. Who just said the Fillmore Pine Knob and the Machine Shop? Oh, listen to it. Pine Knob. Showing your age. <laughs> <laughs> it always you didn't call it Pine Knob. I, I, I still stay. I go, Pine DTE. Yeah. <laughs> no, it'll always be Pine Knob. I, I don't care. 
Um, I, okay, so always <coughs> love the atmosphere there. Um, remember, in my youth, I, I enjoyed punk and, and harder stuff. And, like, I was an aggressive teen, so being in that environment was healthy-ish. Yeah, no, it is. Harpo's. Oh, I guess I've been to the State Theater, too. Harpo's. It was. <laughs> it is one of my favorites. Have you ever seen the DSO at the at Symphony Hall at their concert hall? That's no. Something to see. It's an old school building and it's built for the symphony. Mm-hmm. And man, there's such tremendous sound when they play. Well, I would like that. Absolutely. Yeah. It's the vibration. It's just like a concert where you can feel the bass and the drum. <laughs> you can feel the ground shake. Same thing with that symphony. When you're in that hall. It's built and designed for you to feel it and, it, and you do. I went to a state competition for electronics and ended up winning a book on like sound theory uh, that talked about how um, amphitheaters are designed to echo back the sounds and things like that. Right. And it was really cool and way above my knowledge. I gave it to some kid that I knew um, who was really into like hooking up car stereos and sounds like that, right. and he loved it. And he read the whole thing, and he actually – did a lot with it i believe because he made it a career you know and i was like good for you dude i think sound waves has a big part to do with how uh these ancient stones that look like they're melted together Mm -hmm. i think that electrical magnetic fields and sound waves is what did that yep there was a lot of theories on that and uh how they moved the things too with sound yeah exactly just like you vibrate the ground at a certain frequency a, a, a big block will fall through the sand right because it's vibrating exactly you know, i think you can shape a rock with sound waves yeah personally i'm not intimidated by vibrations <laughs> in fact <laughs> I, I say anything you got a free <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going into our next break, and you're going to get Snatched the Snail, which she doesn't even know. Olio with Saturday Night Mother. Uh, and uh, I, once again, I'm, I'm very mad at myself because the program didn't get it. It's Wild Street. Mother. Uh, mother. Wrong mother. Oh. <laughs> Wrong mother. mother. Yeah. Another mother. <laughs> it's another mother from my other brother. Son of another mother. Uh, anyways, so you're also going to get the uh, pocket dial. So you guys are going to hear that. Very cool. Before we come back. So uh, enjoy. Thanks for checking out the Odd Pod. If you want to hear the whole show, consider becoming a patron of our Patreon. Head to patreon.com forward slash the odd pod. We're also all over social media like an STI that won't wash off. Head to tapdetroit.com forward slash the odd pod to follow us today. We're already following you, and you forgot to buy milk. <laughs> 